This episode of The Date Podcast is sponsored by Bopsy. Meet up to six people over mobile video. It's video speed dating. Download Bopsy in the Google Play Store or iTunes. Check out bopsy.com. We know you love us, but the information on our podcast is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. I understand I'm both an LPC and an LMFT. However, this is not intended as a substitute for professional services of any kind. If you or anyone you know needs professional help, please seek mental health services. Hey everybody, it's Zorik and Emma, hosts of today's podcast, and we're so excited to do another show for you all today. Ooh. And we have a special guest. His name is Kale O'Brien. Oh. Do you uh, do you know a little bit about him, Emma? Yes, he was on a show. He <laughs> <laughs> a show. A show. A show called Love at First si- Flight. Flight. <laughs> <laughs> I read that wrong, you guys. Hey, Kale, how's it going? <laughs> hey, Zorik, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, no, no problem. <laughs> and uh, so we'll talk to Kale. We'll also talk about things or signs. Yep. That where you can tell that the date's going well. Yes. Like for example, I'm still alive after the date. It's going well. Yeah. Or no. or it's like I'm still alive after the date. You know, or, like I'm still alive. Yes. Or she didn't like, she didn't turn around when she said, you know, saw me in. So I was just watching The Office. I love The Office, so I like can like binge watch on it. Uh (laughs) It was the episode where Michael asked to, for the people in the office to set him up. And Pam set him up with um, her apartment Lee's person. And it's a, it's a, it's a blind like date. And he's wearing like a blue flower or red flower or whatever. And he, um pretends to not know her because apparently to him like she wasn't pretty enough oh. but it's just so awkward because then he does say for the day i love i love the office so much okay it is it is a good anything show. is relatable <laughs> everything is relatable emma where can everyone find us um oh right you can find us on itunes and google play or any other place where you get podcasts mm-hmm. if this is your first time listening go ahead and hit that subscribe button at cool. the top and also leave us a review that's wonderfully written saying how amazing you think zorik and i are or me mm-hmm. and kale and obviously how oh, funny y'all think i am and kale obviously Ba-da-tsh. Okay, we're, so we're right, sorry. how funny you think I am, you know, t- kind of talking about Zorik, but really like, you know, mention me. Okay. And, or you can leave us an email at helloatdatepodcast.com, which a few of you have been doing, so yes. thank you so much for thank doing you. that. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at datepodcast. Okay. Cool. All right, so I have fun stuff today. Okay, what is it? Kale, I love my toys, so. I love the bumpers. I think this is fun. I love the the intro. I love that you guys have such good team dynamic here. This is really, it's like watching art in motion right now. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Thanks. Okay. So, Mother of Pearl. I haven't even like said anything yet. Like really. Emma, you're so uptight tonight. Come on. (sighs) Wine. Where's my wine? We got some right here. (laughs) There's more with that. Plenty of wine. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Kale. Um, So. I'm on this website called nextgot.com, and it's counting 
the days until the next Game of Thrones episode. Oh, Kale, are you a Game of Thrones fan? Are you a throny? Oh, you guys. Oh, oh no, no, you're about to get kicked out <laughs> oh, of this room. No. Oh, okay. my gosh. Okay, so I've seen the first three episodes of season one. And all of my diehard Game of Thrones fans say, don't even worry about it. Anyone in season one doesn't even matter anymore. They're all gone. Except Shame. Shame. But I mean, like, I can kind of pick up on some some like contemporary stuff. Like I know about like the the Red Wedding and I don't know, Jon Snow coming back to life. Sorry, spoiler alert for anybody. <laughs> you should have said that at the beginning. Yeah, I know. But um, I don't know. There's just something about that show that I just, I, I'm not invested and I just can't do it. And I've tried and it's just, it's not for me yet. Maybe it will be eventually when I have uh, more time to sit down and really sort of binge it. But the first couple of episodes, I was like, this is weird. Isn't that her sister? Yeah, I have, that is weird. Yeah. That is I weird. host Game of Thrones parties. Yeah. So... Oh, um, I actually am going to be on a team Westeros uh, for a beer Olympics competition in September. Oh, okay. Uh, so so all right, that is acceptable. Yeah, so I've, I'm represent. in, you know, Yeah, so I'm going to be, you know, decked out in like a, a crown and a yeah. sword. So I know what's going on, kind of, and I'm uh-huh. going to try to like read some more on Wikipedia or something. That's my, my source for sure. Oh, my but gosh. My I just, like, I'm I getting a headache right now just <laughs> listening to Kale talk. So like, how do you feel about K- what Kale just said? Kale and I just can't be friends anymore. <laughs> like, I, I have, I have I really close friends friends that are diehard Game of Thrones fans. Yes. Diehard. I'm telling you, like, we, like, my sister and I host parties. There's a group of friends that, like, we host um, an evening or every, uh, like, you know, a Sunday. Um, and then we, we even made, like, shirts. We have, like, goblets. Like, uh-huh. we, yeah, we've gone all out. So, Kale, we talk about love language, uh, lang- lang- languages a lot. Yeah. I can't even talk because I've been drinking too much. But, uh <laughs> And w- the one for Emma is Game of Thrones. That's her love language. <laughs> oh. yeah. I didn't even know that was a category. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen when it's like all over because the next season's the last season. Like, I like. But they're I doing spinoffs, though. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. Are they? I don't know how I feel about that yet. Uh, like, yeah, prequel spinoffs. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Like, I, d- I don't know how I feel. Like, part, like, okay. So, like, part of me is kind of like, let the good thing go. Like, this is a good thing that you have. Like, why are you trying to milk it for more? Like, stop it, right? Mm. And then I also kind of get their point of view because this is our cash cow, so they want more out of it. However, I don't know. Ugh. And I, TBD. So when is the countdown? Like when? So the countdown right now is 226 days. That's less than a year now. Oh my gosh. We That's are the, like, is it the last one? This is the last season, yeah. Oh, terrible. I know. 23 hours and 20 minutes. Hmm. Oh my gosh, like I can't wait. That's terrible. <laughs> Kale hasn't heard that one yet. Oh, that is a new one. That's a new one. Was that like a... a a wolf or whatever? Well, that's what we signify. That could be, what's that family with the wolves? The Snow Family. That's the Snow <laughs> Family song or jingle. Anyways. You mean the Starks? The Starks, okay. With the, the dire wolves? The yes, dire wolves. The dire okay. Wolves. Yeah. Get it together. What is your house, by the way, Zorik? What's I your house? Know. I feel like I'm a Lannister. I am a Lannister. <laughs> And Honor. I wear it with pride. Can I be a... Is it Targaryen? Is that the... Yeah. Um, is, that a, is that a house? It is a house. 
Mm. Are you judging me a little bit if I pick that house? Yes. I don't know. I feel like you have to be one of the lesser houses just because oh. you don't follow Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, is that, is that too high up there? Yeah. It's oh like, it's, that's God. royalty. Like, no, you can't be a part of royalty. Well, I did yeah. do As Harry I Potter. flip my hair. Are you a Harry Potter person? Oh, she is. Hardcore. What's your Harry Potter house? I am Gryffindor for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you want to guess what mine is just based on like what my... Hufflepuff. No. Slytherin. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. B- because your love language is all about <laughs> receiving gifts. I, does that relate? I know. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I need a button for kale now. And sorry. I can't. You know what? I don't like this right now. This is this really how fun. you feel every time, other right? week? Is this is like when people gang up on you? Is this what you feel like, Zorik? This, this is what's happening. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't handle it. My anxiety is like through the roof right now, y'all. Oh my gosh. Um, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. We're good. Uh, are, are, you do- are you done with the, the whole Game of Thrones yeah. soapbox thing? Please don't play my sound. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. <laughs> so much. Okay. I'm just really excited for Game of Thrones. I miss Jon Snow. <sighs> I miss the Dinkles. Dinkles. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Oh, the, okay. Mm. The short you know, one. yeah. yeah. Little baby Lannister, I miss him. Yeah, he's on the Avengers. Have you seen the Avengers, Caleb? Yeah, yeah. He was like the the one that was one of those. It it was in the planet that didn't have any power. Oh, oh he was a tall dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> he, was, he, was he was also an X Men too. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he wasn't. Days he was an X Men, yeah. but he wasn't an X Men. Oh right, of yeah. course. He was, oh. a he was the bad guy. He was get it together. <laughs> he was, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. we're gonna go into nerd territory. Is this <laughs> about dating or is this about like comic book culture? Because I could do both. <laughs> Seems like it. Okay, okay. Speaking of that. Yep. Kale. Yes. Um. So you're on a show called Love at First Flight. But first of all, where are you from? Well, Zork. not from Texas, apparently. <laughs> I am originally from Evansville, Indiana. It's the third largest city in the state of Indiana behind Indianapolis and Fort Wayne. Uh, very Midwestern American, very suburban. Um, kind of really close to uh, Illinois and Kentucky. And so if Indiana's in the shape of a boot, I always say it's in like the toe of the boot. And that's where I'm from. Mm. Toe. He, he mm-hmm. likes toes. Ew, Zorik. Probably not. Well, you know how like people from Michigan, like they show you the hand. They're like, yes. "This is the mitten. This is uh, where I'm from." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm from Indiana, and I'm in the toe of the boot." I this is yeah. so bad because I don't even like didn't know that Indiana looked like a boot. I thought it was like a uh, square. She uh, knows Game of Thrones, but she doesn't know her geography. No, I know what Texas looks like. Of course you do, because that's the only <laughs> thing that matters. Yeah. Texas forever, y'all. That's yeah. all right. Between the two of us, we'd make a great, uh, or maybe the three of us, maybe we'd make a great trivia team. You know. If you do game Actually, of I'm like really smart, you guys. Like, you don't even know how smart I am. Oh oh I know you're smart. You're a therapist. Yeah, she I need you to be smart. No, like, I'm like really smart. Like, I have a lot of useless knowledge for trivia. Like, I'm really amazing at trivia. Okay. Like, y'all mock me, jerks. <laughs> We're going to set this up. Jesus. I'm going to put you to the test because I love trivia too. So, uh, so Indiana. Uh, yes, the toe of the boot. That's right. Um, how was your dating when you were in high school? Were you quite the ladies I w- man? Actually, I was more focused on um, grades and sports. I was kind mm-hmm. of uh, sort of a late bloomer when it came to dating. Introvert? I, uh, not really. Just kind of like laser focused on uh-huh. on what I was doing at the time. Just what because- sports do y'all play in Indiana? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a different country. Yeah. 
No. Is it? Um, I did uh, cross country, track, swimming, mm-hmm. and like there was just year round. Uh, you, you go Is to school. Is it flat in Indiana? No, I'm joking. All right, sorry. <laughs> for the most part, yeah. Um, for the most part, it was just go to school and you know go to practice, do your homework, go to sleep, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like that routine for a while. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was kind of like what I did in high school. I mean, I went to dances and I always had dates for yeah. those, and. Uh, as far as like an exclusive, like I was with this person, not really, no, no. not not in high school. Mm-hmm. I was very sheltered. I think. When did that happen? When did you have your first girlfriend? Like when did that happen? college? Ooh, I guess probably college. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, well, I think in middle school, you know, we always had like the ooh, they're with this person, they're with that person. Oh, but yes. was it really dating though? Like, no. I mean, you went to the movies and like your yeah. parents picked you up and dropped you off, but that was that was the extent of it. That's but, like, socializing. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I don't count any of that. Anything that happened in middle school is not not a real relationship but no. yeah so did but. you have like a, a a crush in school you know how we all have crushes mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah um i i will say i got to date uh miss teen indiana 2006. oh my oh. goodness yeah. uh, are you serious <laughs> this is and i thought that i was just a rock star and we went to prom in a, a limo and i was like this is the Whoa. best ever but she was totally more there for just being friends and oh. you know wearing the pretty dress and all that and that was fine for me i was like cool yeah and i'm just gonna be a good date and put on a good show and i'll go down and say i had like one of the most attractive dates for prom you know nice. people yeah. just heard that or they're gonna hear this and yes. you know now they know no. they killed it we're gonna yeah. google it later right <laughs> yeah okay and i was prom king so oh nice. my gosh you get another applause oh my god <laughs> she's kill <laughs> I know. I think, I think you're making Zorik a little jealous, and I'm I know. kind of I'm like, like loving every minute of it. I, know. I had a great high school senior prom. It was nice. really fun. If yeah. you write a book, Kayla, I will read it. I'll be the first one to. Oh, would you? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me all your stories. Okay. Great. I'll, I'll make a note of that. Um, <laughs> Memoirs of Kale. <laughs> Reality television one-hit wonder. Um, so, okay. So you, you went to high school in Indiana, and then you went to college in Indiana, too. Correct. Right? Yeah. Born and raised in Indiana, and then educated in Indiana as well. I went to Indiana University for undergraduate school and for law school as well. So oh, I was cool. there for seven mm. years straight through. I wow. Like National Lampoon's Van Wilder, it felt like uh, it's like a seventh year senior towards the end of it. You're the guy with the beard, yeah. <laughs> like throwing all the parties, like the elder statesman. It, you know, when I did get to law school, it felt like I was the old guy, kind of like showing all the new crop of kids, like here's yeah. where we go, this is what we do, huh. and here's where we hang out, and yeah. it was really fun. Um, and I had a great time, great time getting education. It, um, but by the time it was all said and done, I was like. I need to spread my wings and fly a little bit. Mm-hmm. I gotta yeah. get out. I think my friend went there actually too. Oh really? Uh, mm-hmm. She's from Indiana. Oh. Don't they have like just one university? I'm joking. <laughs> uh, there's also Notre Dame. Purdue. Of course. Oh, that's in Indiana. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was like New England. Well, no. Notre Dame's in South Bend, so it's like, it's still Indiana, but like it's like a suburb of Chicago, really. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like saying words at me, and I can't understand right now. <laughs> Drink some more. <laughs> so, so, okay, you were a late bloomer, yeah. Um, meaning that you dated later on in life. I did. Which I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. I think there's a misconception about that that just naturally comes like, ooh. Like, I... Let me think of the words that I want to say real quick. I, I think it's like... Th- like, reflecting back, like, it's kind of 
good that like the peak was in high school, you know, because there's just so much more life to live. And I mm-hmm. and so I think that a lot of like when we're in high school, it's kind of like this is the best thing ever. We're not realizing that there's like life after high school. Yeah. So that's my two cents. Yeah. What do you think about that, Kale? Do you do you because I mean, I think that's a good deal because you focus on your schooling. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to like study. I just wanted to like play. Which I don't know if that helped or hurt me, but you know, like, what what are your thoughts on that? Like, for right. people, well, everyone grows up differently and yeah. everyone matures differently, so everyone has different experiences, different times in their life. So mine were just I had goals in high school and I wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, set out to achieve them, and I feel like I did. I felt like I had a great high school experience, and um, you know, when I got to college, I felt like I earned it. I had scholarships and mm-hmm. um, a lot more free time, and it was just um, a a good experience for me overall I look back at high school and you know sometimes I'm like well you know I probably should have you know been a little more focused on maybe my future or you know setting more of a um, grounded relationship but at the same time I had like my sights set on going bigger places and like making sure that like I could do it myself like I am going to get this education and I'm going to be um, hitting my goals and I don't know if being with someone would you know, it's sort of tie me down or would that help me propel mm-hmm. myself to get to those goals? So. Yeah. And that's why I mentioned, um, I asked you if you're extroverted or introverted mm-hmm. because you can be an ambivert ambivert too, because I was reading this book called, uh, barking up the wrong tree. Have you read that book? No. Uh, it talks about how introverts are, are super focused on something and they become experts in something. And I feel like that's what you, that's I think how that's you're a little bit like mean because I think that extroverts can also have a drive. I'm, I'm an extrovert too. I'm not okay. putting all of us down, but okay. I'm saying introverts like usually become like very like skilled in something, whether it's being an attorney or something like that. But, but yeah. Okay. Well, I also think that extroverts have skills that they've sort of developed and honed in on their craft and maybe introverts, um, come into their own in different ways and maybe they learn to be extroverts later in life yes. or whatnot. You can be an introvert and learn how to extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Extroverts um, are more dishonest and are more likely to cheat on their mate. I disagree. Have, with have you heard of that? No. <laughs> that's a th- that's I know. Extrovert. I feel like yeah. I call myself yeah. out all the time. No, that's a, that, I think that's a bad judgment on I, extroverts. I'm going to put that. No, because... Like I've like I've said all the time, like I don't care like about the label that you have. Like any person has an equal chance of like doing something. So like don't classify them. Hmm. I, I and I feel like an introvert can cheat as much as an extrovert. It's maybe it's like a general. I'm gonna show you the study. All I right, show that me that up. study. Is it peer reviewed? <laughs> yes. Mm. By me. <laughs> you don't count. And Peter Dinklage. <laughs> <laughs> he counts. He counts. Yeah. He does count. So college, how was college life for you? Uh, college was very enlightening. So I went to a big school uh-huh. and uh, had a lot of great friends. Uh, I majored in psychology, but whoa, I, yeah. But I mean, really though, I spent most of my time in the the Greek life. I was uh, president of my fraternity. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my gosh! Everything. Uh, all the all the things. <laughs> all yeah. The things. But like, is that, that w- something that you kind of like still do now? Like, are you very much involved in your fraternity? Uh, well. In some ways, yes. So this past weekend, I actually did a weekend trip to Daytona Beach with uh, some of the guys that I got a scholarship to go to Greece with through my fraternity. Um, Not my actual chapter at Indiana, but like we all got the scholarship from across the country. Uh We went and we were 21 years old to go to Greece for about two weeks, and we all still keep in touch. Nice. um, We're in a fantasy football league right now, and we do our live draft together. 
and we just go somewhere nice. different every year. And wait, football hasn't started though, right? It Almost. Has. Well, it's preseason yeah. right now. Oh, but, okay. Um, it it's typically starts after Labor Day or so. Yeah, pretty okay. soon. But um, it's just great catching up with those guys. They're all great guys, and um, we all have something to bond over with. So cool. Nice. Yeah. So after college, what happened? Did you go somewhere else? Did you move somewhere else? Did you work at other places? Uh, well, after I went to law school, uh-huh. uh, I got my first job in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, that was my, I was there for a year, about a year and a half and it was not right for me mm-hmm. at all. Um, I got my experience and, uh, I, I don't know. There was just something about mm-hmm. Omaha that wasn't a good fit for me. And, uh, it's, it's very Midwestern American as well, but it's also very family focused if you want to raise a family and settle down. And I was you know, 25 at the right. time and I'm looking to that spread my wings mindset. and fly. Right. You know, I'm like, I want to see how far I can go and what I can do. Um, and the job I had, I was eventually able to uh, transfer to the Dallas litigation office, which brought me down here okay. in uh, 2015. So I've been in Dallas since then. So about three and a half years now. Nice. So I guess in Texas is not your favorite place, right? <laughs> I love Texas. So how dare you? <laughs> I th- what? A, yeah, because I had such a bad experience in is Omaha. It, I leading question. I really, really wanted to make Dallas my home, and I've fallen in love with it. I've got a mm-hmm. great network here. There's lots of transplants coming in mm-hmm. all the time, and they're all you know looking to establish themselves and establish their new networks, and uh, it's just fun. I love this city. I think it's great. Yeah. So bam. So how? Okay, so I guess let's talk about the show. So how did that happen? Like, how did you reach out to them? Did you reach out to you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Do we need to have, do you need to have a little I, drink of wine? I need wine? to have another glass of wine. <laughs> all right, drink your wine. Take a little sip. There, there's a lot going on in this story about how oh. it all happened. Uh-oh. Okay. So. Zarek's listening intently I because am. he wants to learn for the future. I do. At the time, it was January 2017. Okay, I'm in the process of sort of applying for new jobs just because I've done this job for a while now and I'm kind of looking for something else still Mm -hmm. in Dallas, but just anything to kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, give me a reason to leave the job that I had just because I had done it for a few years and I was just looking. So, um, I see something online on Twitter actually, that was just like, Hey, travel to the world with the love of your life. Click here. And I was like, sure. So I'm, um, and also like I'm thinking January, 2017, Um, this is following, you know, the, the 2016 election, you know, a big reality TV star has just become president. (laughs) So like, I mean, in, in this world, in this day and age, I'm just thinking like there, there's nothing to hold you back. Like you can just do anything. Like there's, I mean, what's the, going to be the repercussions? What's the worst going to happen? You know? Um, so I'm just thinking this sounds great. Like, and it's super easy to do. It was just a, a link on the internet. You just fill out mm-hmm. your name and just like some general information and just like upload a photo. And that was it. It took like all of five minutes to wow. just to fill out a phone wow. online and that it was off and done. And then I went back to just like applying to regular jobs and whatnot. Um, the next day I get an email that was like, Hey, on paper, you look okay. So how about you fill out this long form application? And Uh-oh. it's, it's like, I'm a doozy, you know, there's, there's like extensive essays and they expect you to write, you know, 500 words each on, on every single question. And turns out by the time like it's all said and done, you've got like a 50 page application. And oh my God. It's like, what kind like, of questions did they ask? You? Like, why didn't your last relationship work out? Uh-huh. Or like last time you cried or things that, you know, you're afraid to do, or I don't know. And it's just kind of getting like a, a base of kind of like who you are as a character and what you could bring to a TV show, I guess. 
and you're just kind of like pouring your I at least I was I was pouring my heart and soul into these these essays mm-hmm. and um, after I submitted that uh, I just get a phone call the next day that was like we want to set up a Skype interview and huh. I'm like okay <laughs> you yeah. know why not because I mean I'm still just you know, going with the flow right now as I'm looking for jobs, mm-hmm. uh, do a Skype interview and, and that goes well too. And you know, they're kind of asking me some personal questions here or there. And is it like relationship questions or like a little bit, a little bit about who you are and what you're doing and what you believe and stuff. And, um, I, they're also recording the Skype interview as uh-huh. well. So like they're, they're trying to, um, get a few characters that they can kind of pitch to a network and, and try to see if they can get the show off the ground. Oh, and I wow. think that I was one of those people that they were pitching from the get-go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had some interesting stories that that I threw in there. But um, after that happened, they were like, okay, you should hear from us like at some point soon. And then um, I don't hear from them at some point soon. And I eventually <laughs> get another job. I start a new job in February of that year. Okay. And then I think the next time I hear from them, uh, I want to say is april of 2017 okay and then in april they're like hey congratulations you're still in the running for this you're made casting finals and i'm like this is still a thing <laughs> like <laughs> where were you guys three months ago you know yeah I, there's no way i can do that right now i've got a new job and i've got you know all these other responsibilities like this is so i'm there's just no way i'm gonna like plan my life around the possibility of being on a reality tv show because yeah. like, i've got things i'm doing uh-huh. um but then i was like Okay, well, what the heck, you know, it's just once a lifetime opportunity. Let's let's hear them out. So, I go to casting finals. I think that's in May of 2017, and you know that's a process in itself. I want to say it's about four days or so, and uh-huh. it's it's a pretty intense process. I don't think I can. I'm allowed to reveal what goes on there, but oh. you're just meeting with a lot of people. It, it, in particular, the uh, the matchmaker was one of the people you're mm-hmm. meeting with. It's just the same typical questions, right? They're um, trying to get a and then, then you're like doing some tests, okay. um, some tests on paper, like psychological yeah. tests. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Oh wow, yeah, hmm. a lot of interesting tests. And they put us all in a room, and um, I want to say that there were like 20 guys at, at casting final, and they all kind of had that sort of like generic look of like you're a single white guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like constantly thinking like, how did I get in this, oh, okay, yeah, I, I fit that mold. And I, uh-huh. I look like a lot of these people So you're people basic? Here. Yeah, I was pretty basic. <laughs> I'm, I'm super vanilla in this thing. So I'm thinking to myself, do I want to do this? And if I do, how am I going to make myself stand out? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have to be a little animated for this stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was, you know, I just kind of gave them what they wanted. And uh, uh, they were like, okay, great. You know, well, you should hear from us like in the next week or two. Okay. And then that was May. Uh-huh. I don't hear from it again until I want to say July. Whoa. Yeah. So I'd already thought that this is all said and done. And then they're like, congratulations, you made the final cast. And I'm like, I can't believe this is still a thing. You know, I, I started this job and what am I going to do? Wow. Because I'm going to bring it back to Game of Thrones. Yeah. He got the call back when Game of Thrones ended. <laughs> circle back circle back that was good that was still steaming from game of thrones yeah Uh okay Mm -hmm. so so they call you or how do they how do they does someone kind of show up to your house like the um the sweepstakes remember that commercial like Mm -hmm. oh you've won and you can no uh well it was just it was a a very exciting phone call they like try to pump you up and say hey great you're you made the cast are you happy about it and i was like 
I thought this was over like three months ago. <laughs> like, you guys told me I would know by like a week or two. And yeah. I, I definitely have moved on again with my life. And now you're bringing me back into this. Uh-huh. So. Wait, before you keep going. Yeah. So were you dating somebody like during this whole thing? Um, I wasn't going to put my life on hold. And, and that was the thing that I, I told myself. I'm like, I'm not going to hold out for this this idea of just being on a TV show. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I was dating someone exclusively, but yeah, there was, there oh. were people you that were, were dating like, yeah. a little bit. How and do you break the news? This is, the- this was, this was really bad. Oh uh, no. Was were you horrible at it? Okay. So I will say that like, it wasn't a surprise. It should not have never been a surprise. Like okay. I started, you know, dating a girl and, um, I told her from straight up. I'm like, there's a potential that I'm going to be in, in a show so, you know, like this can't be like a serious exclusive thing, uh-huh. you know? So, and it wasn't, it never was. We never DTR'd or anything like that. Okay. It was just, you know, hanging out, having a good time. Okay. And it wasn't, it wasn't like an ex- a serious exclusive relationship. It was never about that. So, um, hmm. but it does. The timeline gets a little murky and my friends give me a little bit of hell for this, you know? So, and I'm just like, I can't let I'm talking about this on a podcast. <laughs> yes. It was over and done. I would say probably by, uh, June ish. And we didn't film the show until October. Oh. So there, there was plenty of time to like, you know, I let you off life. the hook. But, I know. But how do you let somebody down? I mean, well, not let somebody down, but how do you, how do you give the talk? We, 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 because <laughs> like, it's rough. It was rough. It was very rough. <laughs> because there's emotions, right? Emma? It, wa- it was. Like, yes, it is. There emotion. were tears. It oh. was, it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I definitely felt like an asshole at the mm-hmm. time. I was like, I, I, I don't know. Like, this is, this might go somewhere. I don't know what, what's going to come from this. And, oh. and at the same time, too, the, she was, um, a lot younger than I was. So it, it, Shouldn't have been too serious, but I mean, it definitely had some issues. Can I ask how old you are? At the time or right now? Right now. Right now I'm 30. I turned 30 on the TV show. Yeah. Did you watch the Vegas episode? That's, that's when I turned 30. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, welcome to the century. (laughs) Yeah. So you are a millennial as well. Yeah, I am. So, wow. So, okay. So you you had, go ahead. uh So I want to know like how, the matchmaker decided who to match you with. Can I'm you still trying to figure out like how he, how he, I'm just kidding. Okay. We can go with that one. Let's yeah. go with my route. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. It's I want to know how like that, that process, if you know anything about it. Well, I, I will tell I you that. I have my feelings about her. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think every, everyone the, in America does. Right? The matchmaker or, or Jenna, your, your match. Uh, her. Oh, her. <laughs> I, I will say that I had a very good experience with the matchmaker. I okay. thought this matchmaker knew who I was front uh-huh. and back. Uh, we were only supposed to meet with them for about a half hour. So I took like an hour and 15 minutes just talking to this matchmaker. Or maybe that's what they wanted you to think. Yeah. Well, no, there was like actual, like you, oh, okay. you go at this time, like they'd let you out of your hotel room and like they bring you down. And like after I left the meeting with the matchmaker, there was like a line of three people behind me and oh. like, like people were Where mad. did this happen? Was it like New York or LA? Uh, LA. Or okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, we just had a really good connection. Like she, it just felt like she got me. She okay. totally understood what I was looking for. Maybe she was trying to sabotage this so that she could <laughs> get with you later. Uh, I think she was married. Okay. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. But um, it, it just felt like it was, it was natural and fluid and it was fun. 
And she was like, don't worry. I know what you're looking for. I'm going to find a girl for you. Wait a second. Who is this matchmaker? Because well, he needs to tell us off air. He can't tell us on okay. air. No, I think that, well. Is she like a celebrity matchmaker? Like, no, no, no. She was just a, she had a, a psychology background. And I think that she was a professor at yeah. a school and. Yeah, but it's but it's hard. I mean, even though like people, we talk about this all the time. Like people can have like the right, they they can have the right things on paper, but then when when you actually meet, there's other things. Okay, right. so I'm gonna talk about this friend. Um, I know you're listening, so and I'm telling you to listen to this episode, obviously. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna have to use a lot of like clue words, very big words. So okay. you know our friend. Mm-hmm. That's not really our friend. That's just recently engaged. Okay. Okay. So she got with her boyfriend because our other friend, who youth met, uh-huh. um, set them up because yeah. she, on paper, she thought that they would be a very good match. Uh-huh. And when they actually got together, like, so in our point of view, thing. it's been a disaster. Yeah. 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 So, so, <laughs> so you never know. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, I wonder how many successes she's had in like. There's probably more. I would like to know. Yeah, I would like to know her statistics as well. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so the match... Because matchmaking is a dangerous game. Right. I've ma- I matchmaked people before, and my longest relationship, they were married for like 10 years, and then they got divorced. So that's, there, there's my streak. Good. That's pretty good, though. Thank you. Okay, so the matchmaker. Mm-hmm. What else can you talk... What else can you say about the match? So, basically, they get your, they get your story... <laughs> They get everything about you, uh-huh. and then she finds, I guess, on the other side, she's talking to, to women, uh-huh. and she matches you guys, and do you see each other? Because I remember Never. the episode Mm-mm. in New York, the first episode in New York, right? Mm-hmm. So you have not met Jenna yet. Nope. Oh my gosh, is that the one where they're at, they're at that little cafe, and she's already like... <laughs> that was with the... Um, what was that food that... You guys well, were trying to... Yes, like, yeah. we first met in Times Square. Yeah. But wait, hold on. Uh, yeah. So, so as <laughs> as you're as you're as you're walking towards her. Oh, she's walking towards me. I'm or, sitting. Or yeah. Oh, oh. That's right. yeah. <laughs> how, how do you feel? Like, how, like, you know, are you nervous? Are you like excited? Are yeah. you happy? Oh, yeah. Are you like, thank you, matchmaker. Sure. Well, okay. So that day, you know, everyone in production and and whatnot is uh-huh. is hyping you up. Like, this is the day. This is your big moment. <laughs> so, and you, we've already filmed a, a number of things. Like, I'm gonna get in my taxi now and possibly meet you know the love of my life. Mm-hmm. You know and um, you know, they're asking you questions and, you know, there's definitely a lot of energy and a lot of, you know, yeah. nervous jitters. Um, so that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do this, you know? And, and also it's <laughs> October and, um, it's, it's a little chilly. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm getting a little, a little cold outside, uh-huh. but we're, we're powering through it. Yeah. So is it like a typical first date? I know you've had many first dates before. Yeah. Like, do you feel the same emotion or is this like like times 10 because it's a, there's a show, there's people behind you, in front of you probably. Yeah, well, it's not even just like the cameras are rolling, but there's also people in Times Square that are just watching oh, all really? this happen. <laughs> and that was the more the, the yeah. weird part about it. It's just like people are looking at you like you're uh, an exhibit in the zoo, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cameras aren't really that big of a deal, but just the fact that like everyone's just like watching all this happen. My anxiety just listening to this is like... <laughs> <laughs> because Emma, you and I know that it takes 100 milliseconds for someone to tell mm-hmm. if they're into somebody. Mm-hmm. So when you saw her, like did you feel something or did you know that she may or may not be the person? I didn't know what to really feel yet. I'm more of a person that... Uh, really likes to get to know someone. Okay. And I was really curious to know why we were matched. So yeah. are you a little bit more logical than than intuitive? 
I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know your Myers Briggs? I'm campaigner. I don't know the actual acronym for oh, okay. it. Okay. But yeah. Whatever that is. I know the first letter. I'm an extrovert. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 So and I've taken it. So. You're like Google campaigner and, and it'll tell you like NEFJ or whatever cool. those words are. I don't know. Uh, I got you. So, yeah. so you just kind of like went with the flow. You just kind of, yeah. cause you weren't sure at first maybe. Uh, well, I mean, you go into it thinking like, okay, am I really going to meet the love of my life on a TV show? Like, yes. You know? Yeah. It makes you like, I mean, I've gone 30 hesitant. years, 29 yeah. years at the time, yeah. you know, I'm like, is this really about to happen? Am I really going to put all of my faith and trust into this matchmaker to find me my perfect match? And I told them too, I was like, if you guys really want me, you know, you need to, to cast someone for me that, um, if you ultimately want us to get married, like you have to listen to what I'm telling you, you know? Yeah. Did they listen to what you were telling not them? Not at all. Okay. No? <laughs> 100% not at all. Yeah. Because yeah. she seemed, um, she seems a little, a little alpha. We talked about in this uh, last episode. I hate that term not so alpha, much. But I would be okay with an alpha. Yeah. yeah. She seemed very, um, I mean, she was a nice person, just maybe just not nice for you or not a good match for you, basically. I don't think you guys were compatible at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm trying to be nice about I it. Well, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> I will say Jenna and I are friends now, you okay. know, okay. so I'm, I, there's no way for me to, to trash or anything like yeah. that. Like, but we had this really cool experience together. But uh, in the beginning, I could totally tell she was not feeling me at all. Like 100% just like, one, she's, she had to quit her job to do the show. Uh, yeah. And she was like a teacher or something, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Because of the film in the fall, it was supposed to film in the summer. Oh. Okay. And then two, like they told us that the date would be like kind of indoor passive and she's outside, like kind of like in the sleeveless thing mm. <laughs> and it's freezing cold outside. She's already kind of irritated and then she meets me and I'm like not, kind. I, I think she's looking for a rock star. I think that she'd be great with, you know, a guy that's got you know, lots of tattoos yeah. and, you know, music aspirations, maybe a little bit of baggage, <laughs> you yeah. know, I think that's, that's Jenna's type. If I were going to batch make someone with Jenna, that's who I'd be looking for. You okay. Know? Okay. Um, I think she'd be all about that, but because I'm me and I'm super vanilla, mm -hmm. you know, she's just, no, like, you're not super vanilla. <laughs> I'm not agreeing. Don't, yeah. don't give yourself a compliment right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've got a lot going for me. There you That's go. Yeah. There you What's go. one thing you got going on for yourself? Oh, she's, she's, she's uh, I'm right very now. driven, very goal oriented. And I think that I can bring a lot to the table when it comes to a uh, relationship. There That's you go. right. Yeah. Like own it. And at the same time, like yeah. don't bring yourself down. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, but you kept going with it, right? Maybe you felt at first, you know, right. but, but let's, let's, and then in your, in your mind, you're like, let's see where this goes and maybe there'll be something that happens. So there. I'm having two thoughts, uh -huh. two big thoughts. One is, okay, is she an actress? Like, am I just being put uh -huh. on the spot right now? Is yeah. this Joe Schmo? Like, do I keep my cool boiling points? Am I going to win a million dollars if mm -hmm. I don't blow my lid? Because everything that she's saying and doing is really kind of irritating me one yeah. way or the other. I was irritated yeah. watching it. Yeah, well, I experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just remember thinking, okay, maybe maybe this is all set up. Maybe this isn't real because this is a pilot show. Right. We don't yeah. actually know what we're making. We have no idea what's going on. Or they on. would still have to sell it, right? Right. Maybe? Or they did quickly, but... Right, yeah. so I don't know if like everyone's just in on this joke and Jenna's in on it too, or like they're trying to get a rise out of me, but for some reason I feel like, okay... I've clearly been set up. This isn't okay, but maybe I'll just keep going with it. My second thought is, all right, 
because uh, the producers are like, okay, you need to be like Miss Prince Charming, sweeping her off her feet. And <laughs> oh, oh you so know, that's so how they typecasted you. Right, right. Because okay. I'm supposed to win her over. And that's that's like the two things that are going on in my mind because I'm trying to stay positive and focused. And, and you're also trying to be challenge. a role follower. Correct, correct. So I'm trying to do, you know, what they asked me to do. Uh-huh. And I'm also trying to win her over. And also at the same time, I'm kind of like, okay, I need to take a step back to reality here and think that what are we making here? Like, mm-hmm. is, yeah. Am I getting punked? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Is Ashton Kutcher involved? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it sounds like you, like, it's not, not just you, but, like, everyone in the show in general just has mm-hmm. to, like, be very vulnerable. And that's right. a little scary. It is. Right. I didn't realize, like, how vulnerable right. you all have to be. So I think that's where Jen and I had something in common where we both were very skeptical of the show and both uh-huh. skeptical of each other. Because we were so not a match right from the get go. Uh And at that point, we both did not want to be vulnerable with each other. So Mm -hmm. do you think it was like maybe the thought process of like opposites attract? I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, if they do attract, I don't think that that's healthy for the long term. And I've heard that before. But I'm I'm more of like a peanut butter and peanut butter, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't ever want jelly or honey. I mean, I, <laughs> or, or bread. Uh, yeah. So okay. Did yeah. you guys ever talk about that? Like after, like when cameras were not rolling. Like hey, yes. I don't know. If, yes. You know. So after we had our first disastrous first date. Um, but it, it didn't seem that bad on TV. No, it was much worse in real life. But I guess you, <laughs> I, be, I guess when you feel it when you're there yourself. I yes. Guess, I yeah. was cringing. Yes. Yeah. That that scene that you're talking about the coffee shop where she's like. I feel like you have something to tell me. What What are you hiding back? Like, I feel like you're not being real. I feel like we had our first fight. <laughs> you know, and, and it's, it's kind of like, I'm like, did we just have our first fight? Yeah. Or first fight, or like, like, or is this just like your insecurity to, right now? We need to chill because this is the first date. This is the first day of filming a TV show. I don't know what to think yet, and I'm certainly not ready to like have a on camera, you know, sort of uh, banter with you right now. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to get to know you. And if this is like the the attitude and the energy that you're putting out, I mean, of course, I'm going to have reservations about, you know, what's to come. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm definitely thinking, holy crap, what have I got myself into? I need to leave. I need to go back to work. I Hopefully my job is still there because I took a big risk by coming out here and doing yeah. this. So yeah. there's all of those things going on in my mind. And I'm thinking I'm going to be a joke on national television. It's going to be great. No, you <laughs> seem like you kept your cool. You, you, you played it right. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I tried. Yeah. But I mean... I yeah. think that they were definitely wanting more sparks and more of the drama. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we were, I think that, I don't know. I, at some point we were definitely the drama couple out of all four of them. <laughs> I think for you, guys, sure. you guys were for sure. So yeah. the, after that first day and you go to your hotel room, I mean like what's going through your head? Are you like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I have it. to get out. Just 100%. I was like, I need to leave. You guys need to either replace me or replace her because I cannot get married to this girl. There's, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be able to give you guys the show that you want or yeah. at least the show that you pitched to me uh-huh. as like, we're supposed to travel the world, you know, go through all these challenges mm-hmm. and, you know, at the end of it, get married. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can barely like be friends with her, let alone, you know, think about a future with her. Yeah. So I, and that's my reservation. I'm like, this is not going to work. I, yeah. I hope that you guys have alternates on the back, you know, <laughs> yeah. just ready to go. Cause you can film all this all over again tomorrow. Do it without me. <laughs> yeah. What helped you kind yeah. of like change your, your thought process on that? Like what allowed you to choose to stay instead of leave? I had a really, really good experience with 
the crew and okay. the producers. We were all really good friends, mm-hmm. and they basically you still talk to them. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all friends on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot, but um, they just kind of told me like, "Look, you." you committed to this. Mm-hmm. Like you've already signed up for this. If you back out now, like we're all sort of going to be without a job for the next couple of years. No, no, I don't like I know. That. They I know. conned I know. you good, and, dude. And also, and also <laughs> like they, they kind of tried to single shame me a little bit. Like, look, maybe the problem isn't her. Maybe it's like, you. Oh. Oh. I was like, okay, that's a good point. A good Those point. are really good psychological games. I know. And they also said too, like, you're going to go to a lot of really cool places and you have a lot of really cool things to come. And that's what I signed up for. Like I wanted to, right. you know, sort of have this experience and, uh, you know, get to know someone and, and maybe find out things about myself that I didn't know before and, yeah. you know, go through um, this really cool journey. Did you guys ever like hold hands? Absolutely or, not. Or <laughs> I don't see any of that. Anything no. close to that. 100% no. no. <laughs> never. Never have. Never held hands. Never held hands. No. Never will. Most never of the time have. we were not in the you same room like each a, other. A no. cup or something? No. I mean, like if, if the cameras weren't rolling, we were probably nowhere near to each other. Not oh, ever. No. Not now. No. Not ever. I, no. <laughs> I feel like the tipping point, well, maybe the first date was a tipping point, but was Sedona. Right, you guys. Oh, were, that was our worst moment. Yeah, that was far. like. You was that the vulnerable, vulnerable part? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Vulnerable. Okay, I got really annoyed watching that. And so, <laughs> I got annoyed experiencing it. <laughs> part of yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. No, I think I'm good. <laughs> but it was. I think I might talk for a very long time, so I'm gonna stay quiet. Right. I think the the like the difficulty is like being vulnerable on TV too. Like right. And um, what you say is is what did they did they cut anything out of that? Oh conversation? yeah. Oh, th- was, oh yeah. That was longer than it was. Yeah. Okay. And to be honest, like I, in that fight, like I I went a little lower than I should have, you know. And and Jenna's feelings were definitely hurt. And Are there lower things that we didn't hear about that we maybe should hear about? Uh, well, <laughs> you're so you're so I just, messy. I, right I guess now, what you Zorik. don't what you don't see is that like. I'm having a great time on this trip, uh-huh. but it's mostly because of all the people that I'm with. Right. Oh. And I think that Jenna, the more I'm, she sees me having a good time, the more angry she gets because she says like, you're getting to know all these other people, but why don't you want to get to know me? And I'm like, well, you've been not nice to me from yeah. day one. So I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but then they also tell mm-hmm, us too, like mm-hmm. we're not supposed to talk to each other when mm-hmm. the cameras aren't rolling. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's like a catch to too. Like you're, you're never going to win. So, so maybe she did. I mean, did she really like? Was she really into you? Like after no. the no, never. I think it sounds just a little bit more like envy. Like here's this person that I'm supposed to have this one like cool match with. Here's this person I'm supposed to vibe with, and it's not happening. Okay. Happening, you right. know, like like when you're like when you your friend comes over and your mom's like, oh, I love you so much, and you're like, that's not your daughter. I am your daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, or yeah. son. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that was a pretty pretty um. Pretty vulnerable time. It was, yeah. and it wasn't supposed to be. None of that was supposed to happen. It that was, the whole episode was on spirituality. That yeah. episode yeah, in Sedona, yeah. like we're supposed to have this uh, meeting with a shaman. You guys want to rock, like right, a, yeah. right, have meditation session, which is supposed to be like a beautiful like right. moment. In, right. Yeah, I, and, I love mindfulness. And the next day was supposed to be us going on a, a date to the the crystal shop because mm-hmm. Jenna's really into crystals. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to ask her about you know, her, cause she brought crystals with her on the, uh-huh. the trip. Um, but she said she didn't want to talk about them until I was vulnerable first. And, um, I think that that was like, okay, well, I guess I'll say something that I'm, you know, a little sensitive about. And she just took it and she was just like, 
no, not good enough. Let Keep, me get on my soapbox. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Okay. I know y'all are friends, Good but notes. I'm going to get on my soapbox. Right. Go ahead. Num- okay. I'm not even going to number them. Okay. One, like, if you're going to ask someone to be vulnerable, like, and you've been mean this whole time, like, don't expect someone to be vulnerable. And then don't, if they start opening up, don't say that they're not being vulnerable enough for you. Um, because that really, like, annoyed me because I felt like you opened up about a lot of things. And then she, like, she didn't acknowledge the fact that you opened up. She made it, like, more about her, like, I don't want to share with you if you're not sharing with me. And I'm like, and part of me wanted to be like, who gives a crap? Like, you asked him to open up. He's discomfortable sharing with you. Like, don't expect more. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm. Okay. That was a good therapy. That was a therapy. Yeah. Right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like she she learned that. I feel like it was you know, very again cringy. like this was a learning experience. Right. Like Jenna, um, I feel like Jenna had some growth from that point. Like obviously that was our lowest point, and yeah. uh, I learned some things about myself. Like I should not be drinking wine heavily around Jenna. <laughs> no, <laughs> you that know, was on funny. TV. You just kept like pouring wine into your glass, and I was like, oh uh, yeah, he's going there. <laughs> I was. I'm so embarrassed about that. I thought for sure like I was gonna be branded as like this. <laughs> drunk and this alcoholic you need that to come join our one party <laughs> but we won't brand I mean, that at all <laughs> she she gave me so much anxiety every time that we were on camera together and having like these deep discussions and i'm just like what is jenna gonna say or do next i i have to get some yeah. something in it felt like she was yeah. sort of like putting you up for failure yeah because it was kind of like give me this and it's it's, it's kind of like a, like in it when in grad school we learned it where it was like a kick and and like a a, like a kick and a hug at the same time like here let me hug you let me give you some love oh you love me i'm gonna kick you and i'm gonna give you a hug again i'm gonna like make it all nice and cozy we're gonna open up i'm gonna kick you Uh, like that's exactly what it is i remember that part emma where like like uh, i think kale was like oh we almost finished this ball of wine And then she was like, oh, I think it's just you. Restricting or something like that. <laughs> it was true. I was I had three bottles or three glasses of wine in like the span of 10 minutes. First of all, like no shame in that, yeah, you know, no, shame. No, no, no shame. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I have like young family members and cousins that sort of look up to me and stuff. Again, so. no. Sh- I have lots of younger family members, yeah. too. I'm coined as that, you know, yeah. the aunt, the cousin. I'm right. OK with it. Right. I yeah. own it. Own it. Yeah, so so I guess the last <laughs> the last episode was the the whole proposal thing. Yeah. And I was like maybe I was like maybe they might get together, but I didn't you know, I don't know. Yeah, you, know? you don't you don't see everything like even in Hawaii we're yeah. still fighting. Like you don't see another date oh, that we really? have. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And, and it looks like we're clicking, right? Yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm watching it the first time that everyone else is and I'm like did I get married on this show? Because it looks like we're going in that direction. <laughs> yeah, is that so what confused. this is going to be turned into? Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like everything that you see on TV is what happened, but you just don't see the full story. Gotcha. gotcha. So the next day that we're right back to fighting and it's terrible. Oh my gosh. But they, it doesn't Yikes. fit the narrative of the show of us possibly may or may not getting married. Yeah. But like, even when we're um, at that final scene where we're at the altar, I'm like asking for a helmet because I think she's going to hit me. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I think you, I think your storyline is like the opposite of tracked. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they tried <laughs> your face, right there. but they tried to make it work <laughs> and it didn't work. Obviously. Right. But they kept telling us that we weren't opposites and that on paper we were like completely supposed to be lie. Yeah. I was <laughs> Well, I'm like, show me that paper. I yeah. want to see my signature on it. You know, me? Yeah, yeah. that's ex- yeah. Give me the proof. Yeah. The, the matchmaker was like, oh uh-huh. shit, like this is not this is yeah. not happening. Yeah. Um. So, but I think other people, the, the other the couple, one couple got married, right? 
on the show, yes. Yeah, on the show, yeah. And I know we, we talked about Stephanie. Stephanie yes, didn't, Stephanie she was didn't, here before. She didn't get married, obviously. She did not. Um, <sighs> Stephanie is so cool. Yeah. Yes, she <laughs> I'm is. sorry. I, I love Stephanie mm-hmm. Johnson. I think she's great. I listen to every podcast that she does. I listen to this one that you guys had with her. She's yeah, so yeah. fun. I'm super excited to see where she goes. Yeah. 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 She's a mover and shaker. Yeah, she's sure. here yes. in Dallas with us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Look, everybody just loves Dallas, okay? <laughs> yeah. I love Dallas. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so... After all of this, after this experience, I mean, do you recommend people going on like reality shows or like what? Um, Should I th- they? Yeah, sure. I yeah. mean, why not? That's and here's the thing too. I I actually had two good buddies that I've known that have done reality television before. Okay. So that was also kind of like, okay, well, if they can do it, I can kind of do it too. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. Anything you learned like from the show about yourself, maybe, or about dating in general? From the show. Hmm. I I definitely learned something in that night at Sedona where I definitely went overboard. <laughs> you know, like that that was definitely my worst moment where I'm I'm not proud of that moment at all. Okay. Um, you know, I definitely said some things that probably hurt Jenna. Um, but I also know that Jenna kind of wanted to fight with me the whole time. It so, seemed like it. She was yeah. like just poking she was, you. She was dying to have a camera fight with me. She poked at the bear, and the yeah. bear finally growled. Yeah, I That's was all like, I'm gonna say. You know okay. what? Like, let's let's do this. You know, it's, it's eight days in. Like, let's just hash it. And out. And then there's a point where you like you can't take anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I sometimes I wonder like if I had not you know had that release or whatever, and I just would have kept my cool. I wonder what the show would have been like after that day because. It was still awkward, you know, in Denver mm-hmm. and in Vegas and in Seattle because we're still sort of reeling from what happened in Sedona. Um, I think you guys should have just kissed and just see where it went. Yeah. Yeah, just try <laughs> it. See what Such happens. She definitely would have. Okay, and also just like mind you, like all the things that are happening in the news at the time, it's the Me Too movement, like the Harvey oh, no. Weinstein's coming yeah, out and right. like the, there was just a, it was just a very <laughs> weird time and I was like, I'm not going to make a move on TV when I know that she definitely is not giving me any kind of signals. Oh, she might deny you and that's Oh, 100%. Oh like gosh. she did not, no. Like oh, yeah. I was like, this is not going to be okay. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, if so I even give you try the Heisman, anything, like, yeah, seriously. if I even try anything, it's going to be look like I'm a huge asshole mm-hmm. and like I'm, you know, a womanizer and all these things. So I was like, I'm just going to, yeah. you know, sit back and, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, you know, she does sort of open up to me and is receptive to, you know, the, whatever energy I'm putting out there, then we'll see what happens. But we never had that moment. Like yeah. never. Yeah, I see. So we, it's, yeah. But, I mean, we are friends now. So, That's good. good. And, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I'll catch up with her every now and then. Like, I follow her on Instagram, see what she's up to. And, you know, hopefully we'll we'll meet up someday and, yeah. you know, laugh about the whole experience. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. Was there, like, a goodbye party or something like that? Did you guys, like, do something? <sighs> we had, so after Jen and I were done filming, we were the first ones to do our little ceremony. Uh-huh. Um, uh, later that night, we were at the hotel and, you know, we got to hang out with some producers and whatnot. And that was the first time I got to meet some of the other couples, but not by name or anything. Mm-hmm. But Did you meet Stephanie there? Or? Uh, I met the other Stephanie, sort of. She With the, with the taller, the real tall guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stephanie and Ryan. So yeah. uh, Stephanie from uh, Long Island. Oh, okay. that's right. Yeah. That's right. So Stephanie and Ryan filmed the same day that we did at then uh, Mike and Alma and uh, Stephanie and other Michael. Mm-hmm. Um they filmed the next day. Yeah. So uh, I did get to sort of get a flavor of, of what happened there because 
<laughs> they put me in a room while they were filming and it had all these monitors and I got to see, you know, Stephanie uh, from Long Island walk out and she's just like dressed to the nine, super excited about her wedding day. And you could just like see, she's just like, I thought it. that was going to happen. Yeah. I thought it was going to happen. Right. And yeah. then uh, you see Ryan come out of his car and he just looks like a ghost. <laughs> like he's just like, so, and like no one knows that I'm in this room with these oh uh, production assistants uh -huh. and we're just like watching this and we're like, oh, this is going to be good TV because he does not look like he's getting married today. And she totally expects it. You know? Oh, wow. And then, yeah, later at that hotel that night, like, Stephanie is is crying hysterically, and I'm just like, I know she did not get married. Like, there's <laughs> no way. Um, but of and course, this is why I think yeah. I would get married at first sight if my mom and sister match me up. That's yeah. an interesting show as well. Do you watch that show, Married no. at First Sight? No, but it's I so, did watch Meet the Patels. Yeah, it's it's the same production company that filmed my show, mm -hmm. um, and it's. It's different. I don't think that I would be able to do that, especially after my experience with yeah. Jenna meeting someone for the first time and then at being asked to get married. What if it was spot. Jenna that they matched you up with and you had to marry Again? her? I mean, <laughs> I, see, that's why I could never do that show because I'm just yeah. like... I'm not saying I would do a marriage at first sight. Like, yeah. it has to be my parents and my mom, like, doing it. Like, an right. arranged marriage. Right. Yeah. So, but, I mean... <sighs> It is interesting watching that show because it came on before my show when oh, it was filming. Uh -huh. So I, I did get a, it was the Boston season and uh, it, it was very different watching them and watching their issues. And like they had real fights and real things about like couples mm -hmm. trying to make a marriage work. Whereas like my show, Jen and I were just like, all right, we got to do this thing. And then we're going to do this <laughs> thing over here. And then see you later. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, but wow. yeah. Okay. So it you got to see, you got to see all that behind the scenes and yeah. you saw her after. Yeah. After, yeah. So. I remember that uh, there's an episode they were in Vegas or something and she yeah. was just getting crazy. Yeah. And you know, she has an interesting story about that too. Um, her and Ryan had been fighting and, and I talked to all of them. Well, yeah. I talked to both Stephanie's for sure. Um, Stephanie Varek is, is her name from Long Island. And you know, like their, that was their, their date was to go to that magic Mike event. And oh, right. I'm totally down for that. And of course, they're the couple that's actually working and, and making the most of it. And they're like the ones everyone's expecting to get married yes, at the end yeah. because they're vibing and they're connecting well. And of course, they're being put in situations that are supposed to cause controversy uh -huh. because the whole premise of the show is that, you know, you're supposed to travel the world and have these experiences and you're on like this crash course to like, are you going to be able to make it? Right. So here you go. Here's a conflict. Uh, Stephanie's being um, sort of... Uh, flirty with guys the that are giving her lap dances. Yeah. 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 But they're it also dancers in their craft. Thing. And yeah. and of course you've got cameras that are like focused on them in their uh -huh. private suite. And of course all these guys want to be on of camera course. too. Yeah. So like yeah. you have to factor all of that in and um, I don't know. I'm always going to, I think I'm going to be team Stephanie on this one. I know that everyone's like, why don't you see Ryan's side? I see it. I get it. But like, I also know what it's like to be on a show where all this is sort of being set up, you know? Yeah. So, I, I just think that Ryan took the bait hook, line and sinker. And then he was just like, you know what? I could never date a, a girl that, you know, does those things and is disrespectful that's crap. to me and all okay. that. Okay. So I'm, I won't pull like the male female card, but that's crap. Like this no. is like us, like a double standard because if a guy were to go to a w female strip club and watch like boobs, like, you know, dancing around, like mm -hmm. the woman would have to be okay with it. And it's like, no, I'm a woman. If I want to go see men strip and do like a magic mic thing and you want to go see female strip like or women strip like like 
It's the same thing. Are you going home with him at the end of the night? No. Am I going out or am I, am I going home with him at the end of the night? No. It's right. not a big deal. Right. It's just foreplay for exactly. me to come home to you. And I don't Get see why, it together. why Ryan didn't see it that way. Because obviously yeah. Stephanie's not hooking up with these guys. Right. You know? yeah. she's, she's already like demonstrated that she's you know willing to fall mm-hmm. in love with this guy. I feel like they were hooking up by what I saw on the show. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. That's something you have to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but... um. It made for good TV. It, it did. Yeah. It did. It did. So what do you have to, from all this whole experience, I swear, I, Kayla, I can talk to you about this for like five oh, hours. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. We could. Um, forever. Wrap it up. Like, what was your, <laughs> what was your th- lesson learned from this whole experience? From Love at First Flight? Yeah. Um, keep an open mind. Yeah. Because people will surprise you. I will say mm-hmm. that Jenna did redeem herself at the end. You know, like we... We have established a friendship, and I did learn a lot from her, um, and learning to at least uh, get along with her and her personality type. And I think that she learned a lot from me, too. We kind of rubbed off on each other a little bit. Yeah. So I think that anyone that you meet in this world, you can learn something from them. So always keep an open mind and always be willing to you know, try to connect with people. There you go. That's yeah. beautiful, Kale. Thanks. That's beautiful. Well, thanks. Thanks for the uh, telling us the whole story. I mean, sure. we got a lot of uh, good stuff from that. I love gossiping. <laughs> I, know, I love I gossiping with men. Okay, and that's great we have Kale here because yes. um, he did go on a first date on the show. That was not the greatest first not the date. F- not the greatest no. first date, but we, wanna, we, we want to, to address the question, how do you know if the first date is going well? <laughs> and so I've had a lot of first dates that have gone shitty. So, Emma, yes. let's, let's start with you. Like, wh- okay. what do you think? Okay. What are your What are your points here? Okay, so my point is goes along with the story. Okay. Okay, so this is the first blind date that I was ever set up on. Okay. And so I was like really excited um, about kind of like one like a new experience and two possibly like meeting someone that I was compatible with. So like on the date he was like. His body language, like, he was sitting and he was, like, facing me, you know, like, forward. He was smiling. He was laughing and joking with me. So it was really well. Like, we actually had a really good conversation. And um, I'm, bi- I'm bilingual, right? Okay. And so part of a conversation, which was Pig really... Latin? Spanish. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Why do I get the noise when you did something dumb? Why do I get it? I thought it, it was appropriate. <laughs> Two no! points for Zorik. <laughs> Okay, good work. Okay. Uh, Body language. Anyways, and so, like, the conversation was really cool because, like, we were able to, like, talk in Spanish. So that was kind of a a, a fun plus for me. Mm -hmm. You better not touch that I was going to play my tango music, but go ahead. You better not. So, and so then he walked me back to my car, which was, I felt like, another plus. And, of course, like, we did, like, the... Like, no, let me pay for mine. No, I'll pay for all of it. And I was like, thank you. Uh-huh. Right, we did the dance. He walked me back to my car. Never called me again. Oh, what a second. We're and so- I really thought this date was going well because of like all, like my checklist was like, check, check, check. Nope. Oh. I know. It's all good. But it's good. Well, he met all my requirements too. Did you follow up with him though? Did you, did you think, hey, I had yeah. a great time with you that night and I hope to yes. see you sometime in yes. the future? Yes. What did he say? Me too. Thanks. Yeah, let's do this again. Well, hey, you know, I think 
it's an even playing field. So if you want to set up a date for a second date, like did he set up the first one? Maybe you should set up the second no, one. No, it was a blind date. So our friend did it. Okay. Do not call me out. <laughs> Wait, did, did he kiss you? No, we didn't kiss. Okay. But I don't kiss on the first date. You know but, that. But you felt like what? it was a good date. Like, I don't know. Yeah, she talks about this all the time. She's like yeah. the third date, right? Or second date? Yeah, second or third. I'm a prude. Yeah, so am I. So you didn't Lie. feel any, you didn't feel anything else, um, but you, you felt it was good. Yeah, I mean, my anxiety was more than like normal, but I mean, it's typical because it was a, my first blind date ever. Okay. I didn't know what to expect. Gotcha. We even went to like I picked the restaurant because like we were like we because honestly like we didn't have any conversations outside of my friend like um, our friend had our numbers and she was kind of like we would text her and then she would text him and then vice versa until we actually met. And okay. then we did exchange numbers, and then nothing ever came up from it. Okay. But you're saying it's a good date if he offers to pay. Yeah, and he, I think it's, it's like he's laughing at my jokes. I think that's great. If yeah. I'm laughing at his jokes, <laughs> you know, yeah. great. And then he, you guys are bilingual. Yeah, and if it's not awkward conversation, I think it's great too. Gotcha. If you're like actually like leaning towards me versus like sitting in the back of your chair, I think that's good too. Yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have... Your first date requirements, Eric, or I how do. you know I a do. date's going I, well? I do, and then and then we'll go to Kale. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I have a lot. But one thing is, so I was, oh my gosh, I was on a date. Last week? Not last week, guys, come on. Yesterday? Uh, I, <laughs> I was on a date, and um, she chose to sit um, facing the TV. So it's like she's facing the TV, and I'm facing her. And so basically, everyone behind, there's like action behind me. There's like the entrance. Okay. What's oh, on TV? Oh, so she put your back towards the yeah. door. So oh, I'm I facing don't like her. that. I want to know what's on TV, though. Is it, it was like, it, it was, no, it was like sports or something, bloopers or whatever. Oh. But my, what my first point is, I feel like it's going well when she's engaged and looking at me and talking to me. She was not. She was looking at the TV. Mm-hmm. And. The, the good times. Like Kale's looking at his phone yeah. right now. The good. I had engaged on one of my lists, so I'm going <laughs> to take it off right now. No, no, no but you, you probably have okay. a good No, it's okay. You can repeat them. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, like, like I feel like I, I'm in a great date when someone's engaged, talking to me, listening to me, and like visually looking at me, like, right. like in the eye. Right. And then the second is, again, body language. Mm-hmm. So when someone is facing you and like maybe moving forward. Moving forward, <laughs> and they're not; their arms aren't crossed. He was just moving forward towards me, just yeah. FYI. <laughs> and they're and they're not like sitting back, right? right like, yeah. Then that means that they want to hear more from you and mm-hmm. and and, uh, and listen to what you have to say. Also, um, asking questions. That's you know. Yes, but here's my little caveat on it is that I try not to ask too many questions because like the moment that people find out I'm a therapist, you're like, you're a therapist, you're analyzing me. So I'm like, nope. Mm-mm. That's different. Not asking you questions. But I also like that too, the fact that like you have a job and it seems like it's pretty stable and mm-hmm. it sounds like you're bringing in your own money. So I, to me, I think that's an attractive quality. Just don't say, just don't ask me, are you analyzing me? Like that's a pet peeve of mine. But I think that's also hilarious. So you should expect <laughs> yeah. it. No, I it's hate funny, it so much. If people aren't hitting that point, then that's a joke. They're, they're not, they don't I, understand what like, you really do. I roll do. my eyes. I'm like, no, please don't mention this again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so usually after dinner, we go have drinks somewhere. And usually if they're okay with that, then that's a good sign. 
right? So, you know, we've had dinner for like a couple hours, and then now we're going to some bar, and that means she wants to spend more time with me, so I feel like it's it's going well. And my last point is... Last but you know my point. rule, right? I Like, my little rule is like two drinks max, maybe yeah. three. But she can drink water. I mean, she can just hang. Oh, okay. We can talk. All right. I'll allow it. Yeah. So, and, and my last two points are like touching, just, just grazing someone's arm, or maybe she, she like touches my arm just to, to, to get my attention or something like that. That's one. And the other one is kissing. So you do kiss on a first date. I he do. Does. But, okay. but it, it doesn't always work out. But anyway. Hence why we're still single. Yes. Yay. So, hey, yeah. I don't think that anyone should ever be ashamed to be single. I don't think that's, so that's, either. That's, I rail against that so hard. You know, I, don't I think, think that so like either. you have a lot to, to bring to the table and you're just not willing to settle for some, you know, schmuck. And just, <gasps> I, I'm totally like for bringing the energy to the single life and being proud of it and owning it and being yes. excited to go on dates because you get the opportunity to do that. Exactly. You know? I don't believe in settling. I don't settle in any other aspect of my life. I'm not going to do it in a relationship. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I feel like no one should ever be shamed for being single and staying single for Did as long as they need to. you feel that was a little shaming right now? A little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. I was like, we're <laughs> all apologize. still single. I'm like, I mean, it's a little bit by choice because <laughs> like, well, we all seem to be pretty successful people in our own yes. right. You know, so we have a lot to bring to the table and we're just... Thank you for calling me out, Kayla. I appreciate it. Do you need (laughs) some more wine? Uh, I'm looking a little low. (laughs) So that, yeah, that's Uh, my big thing for sure. Like no one should ever feel like they are less than a person just because they're not in a committed relationship. I agree. Yeah. Kale. Yes. Uh, close it out. So what, what, what are your, what Bill are your signs? Bill has wine while he's talking okay, to Well, well I, you know, you told me the topic and I thought, I kind of laughed to myself because I'm like arguably one half of the worst first date documented in America. <gasps> so yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think the more appropriate, uh, the way I was thinking about this was I could probably tell you when you know something is going horribly wrong, there you go. <laughs> I can tell you a lot about that, but I just kind of work backwards from the inverse of that. So, um, things that I thought about were, uh, is the conversation fluid, not forced, right? You know, that's, it'd be pretty so, general. So like if there's no, um, just dead silence and you're not like working so hard to like get something out of somebody, right? Right. Right. That's rough. I hate that. It's very rough. Yeah. Um, your date has to show a genuine interest in you by asking you questions Mm -hmm. and also wants to be receptive to the questions that you ask and is comfortable sharing that information with you. I think that's when you know a date's going well and that all kind of fits under the umbrella of having a conversation that's fluid. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. And then I think that the, whenever you do have those conversations, you try to find some common ground and then maybe sort mm. of shared experiences or, or shared interests. Mm-hmm. And that would kind of establish, okay, if we have this in common, maybe this can be our foundation for something more to come in the future. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also kind of like in your mind, you're mentally checking boxes. Okay. So like I, I'm, I'm a CrossFit person. So if like I'm dating someone that's like into CrossFit, like that's a big check mark for me. Like, yay, mm-hmm. awesome. Women I'm there. scared of cro- I'm, I'm scared of it. I won't deny it. I'm scared yeah. of it. Yeah. I it's don't blame you. Scary. I don't blame you. I mean, it, it's more about the community than anything. But yes, that's what I hear. Yeah. Really? That's what I hear. Yeah. But I, I'm still mm-hmm. scared of it. Like, I don't want someone depending on my fitness. I'd rather just, like, I just have a personal trainer. Like, can I just keep my personal trainer instead? Yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> I mean, anything that you can find common ground with, that's fine. That's just where my background is. So. I'll go hiking. I'll yeah. go to Summit with you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I love hiking yeah. or, you know, anything outdoorsy. So those gotcha. things would be 
shared interest, common ground. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because like if you want to, you know, schedule a date, you mm-hmm. can just do a CrossFit right. date or something physical. Right. And then that also kind of leads into planning what your next date would be. And that's how you also know right. the first yeah. date's going well. Like you're already talking about good, things that you'd want to do in the future. Because, you know, like, oh, this is really something that I'm into and you're into it too. Let's do it together. And that's really what life is all about. You get to share your life with someone else. And I think that's what, you know, in the ideal world that you're looking for is you're looking for someone that you can share your life with. Did Jenna like CrossFit? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> No, and I tried to hide that fact about myself for so long, but they finally brought it out. And as soon as they did, she gave me so much help for it for so long. I was like, guys, did you have to tell her that I do CrossFit? Yes. Did you have to? Did you have to really? Yes. (laughs) Emma, every scene with Kayla, he's like running around. He's like jogging or like doing something. So how do they not know? Or she knows? I don't know. However, like when I'm on vacation, like I'm the person that goes, goes, goes. Yeah. I don't I like I right. don't believe in napping on vacation. Oh no, no because, sleep like, on vacation. No, yeah. like you sleep at night and you sleep for the minimal or the maximum of seven right. hours and then you're up at the crack of dawn so right. that you can do the next thing. Absolutely. I, I agree. Have, I have yeah. itineraries when I travel. You and I are kindred spirits on that <laughs> I know. For sure. Yeah. So I, I got I, things to do. Yeah. Exactly. For sure, for sure. So I'm not gonna waste my time on vacation. So those, uh, do you have any more? Or are you? Uh, let's see. Keep it, keep it going. Keep, keep it, it going. going. Yeah. Um, I think uh, body language, good eye contact, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, engaged conversation, uh, positive feedback, you know, and I think that that's like kind of like the body language stuff. Like if, if you say something witty or charming and like she's receptive to laughing at that, uh, you could see that on, on my first date with Jenna. I think that I'm funny and she's just like rolling her eyes. She's like not into it at all. And I'm like, oh man, I'm still not winning Are you being over. like punny or are you being funny? There's a difference. I can do both. Oh. Yeah. I, can do I like funny, not He's punny. He's Mr. America. You're not a puns person? I do it for Zorik's sake. That's about it. <laughs> I hate puns. Well, like I have a love-hate relationship with them. With me or with puns? With puns. <laughs> I also have a love-hate relationship with Zorik. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Um, what else, Kale? Uh, just yeah. being comfortable, just signs that you're being comfortable with someone. Body language fits yeah. into that. And just laughing, you know, having a good time. Because laughing That's what good. it's all about. You're mm-hmm. go- you have the opportunity to share a life experience with someone else on a date, whether it be a dinner, whether it be a drink, movie, you know, activity. Um, my first date was with Jenna was eating weird things like bugs. But that's and, an experience, right? Right, right. So, so if you embrace that opportunity that you get that not everyone else gets to do yeah. and you get to have this life experience with someone, you should appreciate it. You Did know? you have hot sauce on the bugs? Hmm. I'm sure there was hot sauce available. I it doesn't think... really strike me at the time, but yeah. yeah. You should check them out. The, the cricket tacos. Hmm. Yeah, I have friends that do it. Yeah. I have friends that eat cricket tacos and mm, And you ate like, it. I'm I like I'm Hispanic, so like I eat a lot of the animal. Like I eat the intestine, I eat the tongue. I'm like when we like cook fish, like we eat the eye, like you know, like I'm all into it. But then you get a bug in front of me and I'm like Nope. It didn't really have a taste. It was it was just crunchy. it was cooked, yeah. You couldn't you couldn't even tell it was a bug. I'm sure there <laughs> oh were like God. little bug okay. legs in my teeth and whatever, but <laughs> it's fine. Oh that, if God. that was the worst thing that happened on that date, I think I would have been great. <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That was the farthest thing from my mind, whether I had oh like, my gosh. The bugs in my teeth. So what do, you, what do you have, Emma, for any other closing thoughts about this, this question here? This was a lot of fun. I 
kind of didn't like that Kale took your side on a lot of things because this has never happened before. <laughs> never. Emma, no, you're going to have never. to invite me back so I can take your side next time. <laughs> okay. Do you pinky promise? <laughs> I would I would be back and I would take yeah. your side next time. Okay. Sure. I'm going to, and I'm going to like vouch for you by giving you a gift next time because that is my love language even That's though you right. called me shallow before the show <laughs> okay that, that was the words of my mouth i just think that if if your love language is gifts then it seems a little shallow i wasn't calling you shallow directly you just you're just you're saying that it seems a little shallow okay. it does i mean okay. out of all the other things that are a little more virtuous like quality time or you know, physical touch or... I'm sorry. How is giving <laughs> gifts not virtuous? How is, like, me not spending my money on you and, like, doing something... Th because the thing is about gifts is that it doesn't mean you have to buy it. That's the thing. That's the misconception. Right. Is that, like, I'm a knitter and I crochet. So, like, if you really wanted, like, a... Gryffindor scarf, like I could make that for right. you, and that's the gift, and I'm presenting it to you to show my labor of love. And I so appreciate not that. shallow. I appreciate that uh, at that extent. Like you've thought <laughs> about a gift, but at the same time, I'm also thinking like I don't really value materials like that. So I'm oh like, that's just gosh. not not it's what I do. You know, that's just. Where Some I'm of at. us value a different thing, and it's I'm, not right or wrong. It just is. I'm just more about quality time. I want to have really cool experiences and have great memories. So that's where my love language is. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but we can meet in the middle and have like tickets to do something fun. You know, that's Boom. like a, there, Dad. there you go. There you go. Uh, for for me, I I think. Oh um, right, yeah, you're you're. Oh in yeah, this Zork's too, here too, I guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I am here. Uh, but I forgot about you. But I feel like that uh, there's a lot of tells when there's a, yes. a good first date. Um, but then I it can also be misleading, obviously, yeah. by my story. A lot of smiles are good. So um, that's it. That's all I have. But I have a couple of questions for Kale. Oh, my gosh. We're going to keep Kale here for like Forever. a minute. Let's do it. I love questions. So can he come back next week, too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Every week. So, okay. Kale, okay. what's happening today? Are you dating? Or are you? I am super single. Ooh. I have like so many questions. For, oh yeah. <laughs> I am, oh I am super single right now. Okay. Now, um, after the show, we weren't allowed to date anybody, or if we were, just really post on the oh internet. My yeah, well, because we had to leave the illusion of, oh, you know, are you married? And it's sort of like the Bachelor Bachelorette, yeah. right? When you're like not allowed to date until like the show airs. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't you can't think even anyone see was, each other. Yeah. No one was really too concerned about me and Jen after the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it really wasn't that hard. You know, no one was like scrutinizing what I posted or anything. You know, but um, I, I don't think that I was allowed to date anybody until like May or so. Whoa. And then, yeah, yeah. Of this year. Uh-huh. Wow. wow. So are you on Bumble? You guys are going to hate me, but I don't do the dating apps right now, okay. but I've done them before. I did them and I used, used them for the worst possible reasons. You know, like I, when I first moved to Dallas in 2015, uh -huh. I had Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel, the whole shebang. I got Can them all. Meet friends. Yeah, and it's mostly mm -hmm. just like kind of figure out who's in Dallas, who's somebody that I'd be willing to hang out with. And then they also show you like mutual friends that you have on Facebook yes. too sometimes. Uh -huh. So it's like, oh my gosh, we have so many mutual friends. Like I definitely, you know, swipe this person and, you know, find out what they do and what's going on with them. And then a lot of the times like the matches that I had, I probably didn't pursue. And it just, I don't know. I, I do better in, in like face-to-face -face interactions and, and going out and meeting people. Uh, that seems to be more of, like what I 
focused in on yeah. because that's where I, I make my priorities. Like mm-hmm. when it's just like strangers on a phone that text me things, I don't know. Like I just, I don't have time for this. You know, yeah. I don't have time to invest in you. Yeah. But, social interactions. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more meaningful too. Right. Yeah. Right. But if you're right in front of me and I can kind of like gauge how you are in this kind of setting or how you're interacting with me one face to face, I do a lot better with that. But with strangers on the internet, I don't know. I'm just not good at it. I'm, I'm willing, I'm open to do it again, but just right now I just don't see that as a priority. Gotcha. So, yeah. so when was your last date? Why are you so nosy? I'm just, uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm asking for Emma. <laughs> I'm going to say June. June. Okay. Yeah. It was like mid June. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really do a lot of dating in July. Yeah. There was just a lot going on. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Okay. It was fine. I mean, it, it wasn't anything serious. It was just, you know, get to know somebody and yeah. Yeah. Did you go through your checklist of like, you know, is this going well? Does she like, well, it wasn't a blind date. It was just somebody that I had known before. So, (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. But yeah, I mean, I'm down to meet new people on blind dates. I mean, obviously I did it on national TV, so sure. You know, obviously I am too. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. Yeah. But I, I really like having a good network here in Dallas and always having events to go to and mm-hmm. people to see whether it's birthdays or you know something to celebrate happy hours and whatnot meeting up with people and then getting to know their friends and that seems to be the like arena that i usually um fare well with whenever it comes to meeting new people yeah did you know that um the biggest predictor of success is how extrovert how, I'm, I'm on this extrovert thing but how how big their network is it's mm. not their IQ. oh i didn't know that yeah it's huh. interesting what, what does it mean if your uh, social network or your network is like mostly therapists? What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I did here? I, he- I heard attorneys are more pessimistic. Probably. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, I would say that the, the legal profession has made me a little jaded. Yeah. For sure. And especially, you know, like you, you have a lot to offer and you've got a lot that you've invested in in yourself, like time. And, you know, I've got student loans paid back, so I'm kind of focused on that. But like when you start thinking about the future and sharing mm-hmm. you know, your life with someone and possibly investing in them and, you know, like what all that's going to turn into and what if it goes disastrously like that, that stuff scares me. You know, it certainly does. Like I see I see a lot of bad things happen all the time. So it's hard to put your trust in someone. Right. And especially now, like after being so old and not so old, but like having enough life. You're ex- younger than <laughs> us, okay? <laughs> having, so shut your mouth. Having the life experience <laughs> and the people that I've known that and I've seen go through life where they've had, you know, marriages that haven't been successful right. and it's kind of, you know, set them back years and whatever. Like it definitely, you know, gives you that sense of extra guardedness in the right. future. So I think that's definitely something that um, people that are dating that are, you know, a little older um, should be cognizant of that they need to like be more letting their guard down, but also protective of, you know, everything that they've built for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so Kale, how can everyone find you? I, I am on the internet. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm on the social media, you nice. guys. Uh, I have an Instagram and okay. a Twitter handle that, um, I, I promote. I have a Facebook too, but I, I don't, you know, add people that I haven't met in real life. Um, my Instagram uh-huh. handle is uh, C P O'Brien O B R Y A N, and my Twitter handle is the same thing C P O B R Y A N. Okay. Yeah. So you can find me there. I'm a lot more active on Instagram than I am Twitter, but I don't know. I do read Twitter, uh, but I just 
I don't have time to think about mm-hmm. what he thinks to tweet in my regular <laughs> life because I'm, I'm like, I'm working. I don't. Sorry, Candles yeah. Love, though, the waitingness yeah. for me. Yeah. Okay. I know. So, Emma, what did we yes. learn from Kale today? I uh, learned a lot of things from Kale. What do we learn? Like, I what's, what's the number one thing? that um, being vulnerable isn't fun there you go. with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Right? Learn from my mistake, yes. <laughs> what else did you learn from Kale? I also learned that he hates Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. That's not true. That's not true. He hates Game of Thrones but loves Harry Potter, so I, I will allow that. Okay. Redemption. Yeah. That's okay. what I learned. Okay. All right. Well, I learned a lot about the whole matchmaking process. Yeah, that was interesting. Pro- very interesting. I learned that uh, Kale can tell right away. You can tell right away when stuff's not going to mesh, right? When you're not going to be compatible with somebody, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I think we're, you and I are just hopeless romantics. I, I uh, Yeah. You guys yeah. are. You got to have some more fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I, I think, like, and that's the thing that I think most pitfalls are when it comes to dating. It's just that you have to go in there with the expectation of this is just one date. Let's make the most of it. You know, don't think about you know what if these people are checking boxes for you you can think yeah. about that, those things later just enjoy the moment for what it is and appreciate having good company and and doing you know a fun activity or or whatever mm-hmm. yeah okay so I we need to stop being hopeless romantic. We need to stop. Okay. Oh my gosh, we can keep Kale here for like I know, another forever. five hours. I swear. Best podcast ever, <laughs> you guys. Yay. Yeah. All right, no, everyone. I will say that uh, you guys have great podcasts. I've listened to them and, you know, uh, I think that you guys are really fun. And I'm excited for, you know, what's to come. Cool. Congratulations on your 40, 40 yeah, podcast. Yeah, we're 40. We're 40. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I never thought I'd hear those words. Uh, I, know, I, I know, right? You guys got to get to 100. <laughs> That's, I think you'll get there. I think you'll get there in no time. Thank you, Kale. It just makes me feel really old. <laughs> nice. All right, everyone. So that's that's <laughs> our show for today. I swear we can go for longer. Yeah. Uh, but we'll wait till next time. Uh, you can find us on at Day Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. If you have any questions or comments or anything you want to ask us or Kale or anybody, um, hit us up at hello at datepodcast.com. And that's our show. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.